Welcome back. Make it work. Uh, we are uh, back uh, with another episode of Nuance uh, for All Right Mary, where we kind of do a little dive into some other things that are drag race related, or we just save it for untucked for things that uh, didn't make it onto our main episode. Um, I think we should, Colin, if you agree, just kind of jump into untucked here, because it yeah. was certainly clip of the week worthy in some ways, because many people were talking about this uh outburst uh slash kind of like tearjerker um, yeah of a of an episode there was certainly yeah we went on quite a journey this untucked um before things went the direction they went i do want to give credit to miss cracker for that shabbos goy joke <laughs> um do you know what shabbos goy is no. oh it's like for the um you know because on the the Sabbath, they can't, you know, Jews, okay. you can't turn the lights on, right. you can't, you can't exert any energy. And so uh, the Shabbos Goy would be someone who's not Jewish to come over to turn the lights on. <laughs> um, there was some book I read where I learned about this or some story. I can't remember what it was. Um, but I just, you know, again, much like in the, we talked about in the main episode, Monique giving us, um, I got greens, beans, tomatoes sure. for to Drag Race. I appreciate Cracker giving us, you know, the most Hebrewist humor that she could give. <laughs> Oi, gefelt. Oi, gefelt. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, I guess it starts out with a cute little conversation between Cameron and Cracker. It's weird to think there's only two now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, whoa, Drag Race is getting close to the end. Um, yeah, she's, they, they start talking about money. Um, yes, and do. how Cracker like took out loans against her asshole. Yeah. Uh, colon collateral, as Cameron calls it. Yeah, I wonder what the interest is on that. <laughs> <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Um, skinny bitches stay away. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, Cracker, I guess, spent more money on her college to get on Drag Race or to, you know, to, to bring yeah. on grad Drag Race and Cameron more money than a down payment on her house. And this just speaks again to... The, the the money disparity mm -hmm. issue here where you have a Monique Hart who's like, what the fuck? You're coming to the, this competition spending that much? Also, to her credit, like, she stuck around more than some of the other queens, but yeah. she didn't outlast these two. So that's something interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, uh, it's, I, I think it's tough because, you know, we've talked about this before of, of uh, Drag Race having queens like, like a Raja and a Shangela both on season three. Sure. Um, but I think, yeah, like at some point, I love that the playing field is leveled, but then the reality is that it's not, yeah. you know, because it really is dictated by what you're bringing into the competition. And if you're being clocked on things in Drag Race, like wig lines and all these tiny little details and hems and things like that, then like you're going to have a disadvantage because you're showing up and making something. And then another queen is bringing something that's been fully hemmed and fitted yeah. to them. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like when the on project runway, they, it's like if you came with looks already designed. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. So it's, yeah. uh, it does create kind of a, a barrier to entry for drag race. Yeah. Um, unless you are superhuman. You know, it's not, right. I, don't, I just don't know if there's like. And you can't do like a crowdsourcing type of situation because no. you're not allowed to tell people that you got on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if there was more Monique could have done in terms of looks and stuff to prepare. I mean, yeah, certainly her, her snatch game could have been more figured out. Um, but I mean, in terms of being prepared with a mermaid look, I don't know if I could have asked for anything more with what she had available. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what she had available. Sure. Yeah. And time not, and all not that. Not prepared. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the rest of these ladies come in. Um, 
adorably uh, being oh, wheeled in. I thought it was really cute. It's so extra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved I loved Monet when she was saying, you know, so they asked us on the runway, like, who do you think should oh. go home? And, you know, Cameron, everyone said you. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Uh, somebody on Twitter pointed out that um, Bob the Drag Queen did the same thing. Yes, um, he did. To uh, oh, that's so funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, he did the same thing to a queen. Was it Kimchi or maybe maybe everyone's? Oh yeah, maybe it was Kimchi. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, which is fine. No big Everybody deal. Everybody said you. Everyone said you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. And the show like edited it to play it up a little. Right. I thought that was great. Um, and then, oh, there was also, did you notice there was this really adorable little like, oh, hey, bestie, look between uh, Monet and Cracker when they're sitting on the couch together. Oh, yeah, they both like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, hey, you. I saw that. Yeah. When she's like, yeah, this is what went down. And, you know, they fought. Right. And then Cracker's like. Oh. Right. Because it's also like, at least this week, Cracker knows she's safe and Monet knows she's fine. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, okay, yeah. we can yeah. just watch this. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Oh shit! Yeah, like because the last couple of weeks, neither of them could just watch, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what do you want to? Wh- how do you want to approach this uh, argument that the vixen has with her sisters? Um, I mean, I, we could try to break it down. We should try. We could try to walk through it step by step. We can kind of be like, all right, we saw what we saw. What do we think? Like, what? Wh- where are you with this? So, where I, I think where it all started to where it all kind of went into a different place was the vixen essentially was like. No one backed her up when she said that Eureka's being annoying. And that was the point that she'd made. That was what she was standing on at this point. Right. Is that like, hasn't Eureka been difficult to work with? Like, you know, she needed everyone to buy into that. Yeah. And when no one did, you know, her need to get that validation and to get like, I'm to be heard in a way. Right. Just the need for that beyond the, the content, beyond whether she was right or not. Yeah. I think that just sent her spiraling. Sure. Yeah. Uh, into her insecurities, right. And feeling kind of alone mm-hmm. um, and feeling betrayed. I think that also she felt a sense of betrayal because she's like, yeah, no, this bitch manipulated me. Like she's been coming for me. You guys, mm-hmm. I thought you were as my sisters, a and B none of you have told me that I did well, you know, yeah. like, or that I'm not doing well. Like, how come you haven't spoken up? Yeah. But I think that they just did tell her. They just happened to tell her in front of Rue, you yeah. know? Yeah, I know, right? Like, I mean, I think that in terms of giving her feedback, like, I think, I don't think that she's they been... didn't. But I, I feel like that's, that's not even the point that, that's not even really her point. I think that she's pivoting to that, but her point is really about Eureka. Her point is trying to, like, highlight what she sees happening for and with Eureka. Okay. That I think that that's what she's stuck on. Yeah. She's completely stuck on this paradigm that no, the person that should go home is actually the one that we don't like. Yeah. The girl, you know, that doesn't fit in the Mm -hmm. one that sticks out, you know, in a way, in a way it's kind of like a mean girl mentality. Uh, where she's trying to like rally her yeah. her army to be like, oh, let's point let's point at this one who's being who I don't like. You yeah, know? yeah, I know. And then there's that part of me that you know because you had said, oh, like you know the vic- the vixen saying that you know Eureka has been manipulating her. Yeah, and it brings up that question: Is Eureka fucking with the vixen? I don't know. I mean, I I do know that she is somewhat trying to turn a new leaf in how she's talking to the vixen, mm-hmm. and I I think that's you know, some growth. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, if it's genuine or not. And yeah. I, I think I have to also trust instincts. Sometimes I also know that instincts are sometimes guided by 
parts that maybe aren't serving us. Yeah, um, I hear you. You know, at the end of the day, I loved what uh, Monique said. It was truth. She said, a good Judy is going to say, sis, you didn't do it. It ain't working. And yeah. unfortunately, they said that on the runway. But they did say it. Yeah, um, yeah. The, uh, she, she does say, she said, all the girls here have said you've got on their nerves. And then immediately, Monet and Cameron are like, fuck you, no. Yep. Do not put those words in my mouth. Right, right. Yeah, it's like you can't, don't use us to make your point. And then and then the vixen says, you know, I don't have drama with anybody. Yeah. And at this point, I was like, okay, all right. So I could sit here and be like, lie, lie, false, which I did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, where is she right now? Yeah. What is she, not, how is she not seeing this? Yeah. I mean, sure, she can defend herself, but she's not defending herself. She's just attacking people. Yep. Well, I think when you really look at like the way things started to like dissolve for her, she wasn't. She kept trying to make a point and then getting stuck, and then they'd interrupt her, and she'd be like, "No, I need to make my point." Right. But she couldn't because there was nothing. There was yeah. there was the emotion, and there was, was no so structure insecure. to hang it she, on she, to. You know, at the end of the day, she said it. She's like, I'm, "I was hurt," mm-hmm. and it. I like that she admitted that. It took her a very long time, and even yeah. after she admitted it. She still kind of like put her spikes out. Yeah, I took. She went into her shell again. I took notes on that because obviously she gets the message from her mother, which is well timed. Yeah, and I think that when she says like I wasn't mad, I was hurt. I was like, well, that's now we're getting to some truth. That's what this is all about. Yeah, and that's I think what I know. I've been kind of moving towards, and when I'm not moving towards the the vixen is wrong, she's right. terrible, right? Because I keep seeing that she's hurt. Yeah, she is hurt, and that feels out. more important. And yeah, and if you don't like the way she is when she's hurt, like okay, yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't like it when the way I am when I'm hurt. You know, I'm yeah. super mean. Yeah, I, I I could see her really going into these voices in her head though, not like mm-hmm. voices, voices, but just like that self saboteur. She says, "I'm not going to accept that people think I'm unprofessional or hard to work with." I'm like. Who said that? Yeah. Like, just like that meme. Who said that? Yeah. Who said that? Yeah. And they even said, like, nobody said that. Right. Like, Nina Bonina Brown. Yeah. It's like, nobody's saying that. I, I mean, and, you know, maybe there are receipts somewhere else, mm-hmm. but like. But I also think that the vixen. She just wants to get her words out. She She's she, not letting anybody talk. She just feels like these, that, that nobody's hearing her. She needs that stuff to be true. She needs everyone else to think Eureka's annoying. She needs other people to say that she's unprofessional. She needs that that stuff to or else these feelings have nowhere to go right and i think that she is so eaten up by them and we really see it because she she was betrayed but then she bears her soul and she tells him well i've been hurt and like you can say all these things but at least i tried and none of that is really no one's questioning that everyone's trying and i think it's that thing that really the vixen said a couple weeks ago about like it's really hard to admit like you got got like she says that to blair yeah like to accept that like you got got right, and that's kind of what's struggling happened. right now. Yeah, you're struggling. The past two weeks, you've been struggling. Mm-hmm. So they think you're going to go home. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because we see her break down and start to cry and say that she's hurt. And then when she realizes that she still isn't going to get out of this, she reverts right back okay. to. And I'm not. And I'm going to go learn these words. I'm gonna, I've got a fucking song to learn because I'm not about to let you bitches take this shit from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and we're really seeing the 
the pattern of how this happens and how it continues is a lot of it's fear. You oh know, my God. Fear being vulnerable. This is not just the Vixen story. Yeah. If anybody's going to critique the Vixen for this behavior, I, I get why you are. Yeah. And I get that maybe you don't think it's good TV and that you don't want to see it. Because mm -hmm. let me tell you, it's hard to watch because it's true. We see this in people. I see this in people all the time. Yeah. I saw this in myself when I was in my mid-20s. Mm -hmm. She's in her mid-20s, bitch. Yeah. And and she probably hasn't, and this is something that um, Sister Mary Glenda brought up, she probably hasn't had the access like somebody else has to work through her trauma, mm -hmm. to talk through all of the bullshit of being black in Southside Chicago. She probably doesn't have the same access. Maybe yeah. she does. Maybe she doesn't. Yeah. Um, well, and I think there's the opportunity to talk about it and to process it, but then you still have to go out into the world where it's all still happening. Exactly. And, Ex so and, and, and yeah, and Drag Race, like it's even happening in the workroom. Like, yeah. It's, it's something to contend with, and yeah. it's stressful. Um, I I just feel like uh, you know, at the end of the day, she is battling and mm -hmm. and some people just don't want to see it because they probably see that also somewhere else yeah and for them drag is an escape um mm -hmm. i i know that i mean i'm thinking of myself in my 20s when i everything I, there was a there was a point when i had to stop going on the computer because i was afraid to open up my and I know this is super basic and also problematic, but like I would go on Huffington Post every morning mm -hmm. and I would immediately get angry. Oh, yeah. Like before I turn on Facebook, I'm like, what am I going to be angry about today? When the headline is in big red letters? Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, oil spill. And I'm yeah. just like, ah, you know? And yeah. I'm just like, why is no one talking about this? Mm -hmm. And it came to a point where people didn't want to be my friend anymore mm -hmm. because all I was doing was either reposting articles or I was being like super like combative and like picking apart people's language yeah. and, you know, calling out like rape culture whenever I saw saw it and and you know whenever somebody was being sexist or using sexist language i would call it out and sure that's one way to live but let me tell you it got too exhausted and i burned out yeah you're just like a walking car horn yeah you're just constantly honking at everybody and it's like my, my i worked a lot through a lot of it in therapy a lot of it had to do with my anger issues that had to do with my childhood mm -hmm. unfortunately and you know the, uh, uh, it kind of all kind of funnels into one so just to see the vixen kind of in this space yeah I'm kind of like all right can we move on like yeah. I oh this is this is sad yeah but at the same time like okay she's gonna she's gonna act how she's gonna act like mm -hmm. I'm I, you know, it's like, all well, right. I mean, she that's said, where she is. She says to Eureka, like, you're you're an adult and the vixen is too. Yeah. And I, again, I, I think I've made it abundantly clear that I have a lot of compassion for the iceberg underneath for the sure. vixen. And yeah. I I can't ignore that just to have a popular opinion about her. Right. And that's where I'm going to land on that one. There you go, Mary. Um, and so and that's just how I see it. But like she's still an adult and she's and she should be as accountable for her actions as Eureka is. Right. And that's the only way that anybody grows yeah. is when you're held accountable for where you misstep so you can make a better choice. Oh, yeah. And I think it's fair to be like, all right, much like eight, like Aja on season nine, you know, sometimes the growth happens after the, the, the event. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe that's maybe maybe next episode the Vixen is going to start that that journey and we're going to mm -hmm. see it or maybe we won't. Um, but I, I do know that the one 
The one thing I completely disagreed with, and it was hard for me to have compassion for the Vixen, is when she turned to her friend Monique and said, you are the one who is most unprepared for this competition. That, to me, felt like a complete lash, a complete, fuck you for betraying me. I thought we were friends. We leaned on each other. I helped you. You helped me. It's Mm -hmm. like she wasn't anywhere near where... RuPaul was giving that question to create drama. She didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, it's like, I think in that situation, the Vixen, it reminds me of Asia. We're like really valuing, you know, having sisters and really valuing having allies and who's on my team and who's, who's with me. Right. I think, you know, Asia has this outer story about the importance of assembling and holding on to her family. And Vixen has this outer story about finding her allies and finding those underdogs. Yeah. And, speaking and to speaking them. Speaking to them. And I don't know necessarily if she was seeing Monique as an underdog, but was seeing someone who's on my side. Right. Um, in whatever way. Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's, it's, it was less about what Monique said on that stage. Cause I'm sure with a clear mind, Vixen gets it. It's yeah. a competition. Right. But it's just the larger sense of like the note that she left her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in in the workroom shows that like okay, she got it. Yeah, totally. And and obviously they're friends now. That was yeah, a TV show. That right. was a moment. Yeah, right. things change. Um, but it's uh, yeah, that moment. I guess things like that moment and so many others. It feels so clear to me that there's so much hurt here. Yeah, I mean, I would hate it if all if only my tantrums were. <laughs> Her film. Oh my no! Right, and shown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Oh, I cannot imagine. It's hard to have compassion for me in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's hard. Yeah. Imagine you're you at your angriest, mm-hmm. and that's all they showed. Yeah. Oh, if I was on this show or any reality show, if I wasn't the one crying all the time, I'd be the one yelling at everyone all the time, which is like not my normal nature. But in this, I know it. Like you add these things in. Oh, I would be the vixen screaming, go yeah. have your cigarette, bitch. Yeah, right. And, and you yeah. know, and at the end of the day, Mary, don't forget our listeners out there, Marys. We're not trying to convince you of anything. We're yeah. telling you our opinions. <laughs> We're here to recruit you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want you yeah. um, to go away. No, yeah. um, I, I, we're not here to change your, no. change your minds. We're just telling you our opinions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, um, but, that's it. You know, but, <laughs> that's how that works. That's yeah. how life works, yeah, right? Um, yeah, no, I know. And it's, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I wish we could say we're we're doing other things, but we're really not. Um, no, we're not. No, this is. You're hearing the conversations we have when the the radio isn't on. You know right, what I mean? Right. If if there's any consolation, none of this is produced. This is real. <laughs> uh, this is this is what we'd be saying. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I you know, at the end of the day, we don't have to kind of explain what we're talking about. But it seems like lately. Uh, be- because the show is be- having presenting such polarizing figures mm-hmm. that fans are kind of being pitted against each other. And I think we have to remember like, oh, wait, we both love Drag Race. Okay, right, great. right. Yeah, no, totally. And we've had to, you know, we're not had to, but we've, we've talked about a lot of things that have a lot of different conflicting opinions. Sure. And, you know, it's a little trickier than talking about something that isn't so controversial. Right. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't think, I think... I think the Vixen is probably one of very few that doesn't see why her lashing out in Untucked was kind of unwarranted. You know what I mean? Like, I I think Mm -hmm. there are very few that are like, oh, yeah, you were right, sis. 
I think that most most of her fans even are mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I love you, but girl, but that was wrong. But girl, like you were you were talking about everybody else and mm-hmm. not yourself, you know?" Yeah, yeah, no, I I do think it's easier to see that, and there's a lot of truth in that, right? And and especially as a TV show, we're gonna look at the content, we're gonna look at the conversations, we're gonna look at what's being said. You know, I mean, weeks ago, there was, you know, that whole thing that the conflict between the Vixen and Eureka and then Eureka saying later, oh, well, I did that on purpose. I wanted to poke the bear on purpose. And it was like, whether or not she's just saying that to save face or she really did, it's what she said and what she wants to be true. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to just have to accept that. Right. Because that's what she wants us to know. Yeah. You know, so I think I'm just going to write this off as like, all right, the Vixen's got knowledge and brilliance. Mm -hmm. And in Untucked, she was feeling really insecure and acted like a brat. Yeah. You know, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. Sure. I think the other side of it is that like when we talked about this a little bit in the main episode is that she is she's starting conversations. She's getting people thinking about things. She's getting people reacting, which is at least a start. Mm -hmm. Um, It's I think for I think it's not uncommon that you're going to get negative reactions or you're going to get people who get really upset. And I feel like that's very hard to take, but I feel like that should also be considered a good sign. Cause if you're saying all this and no one's reacting at all, then it's a guarantee that nothing's going to change. Right. Yeah. But absolutely. if you at least get people talking about it, it's a step. Yeah. You know? No, I'm with you, Mary. I, I, I totally feel that. I, I, I'm curious to see where the Vixen story is going to go. I think that her story is um, coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. I, I'm curious to see where her drag goes at this point. Her drag is uh, towards the bottom for me, if not on the bottom. Um, In terms of uh, aesthetics? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, all right, I want to see other things because I kind Mm -hmm. of get what her brand is and I'm here for it and I think it's great. Mm -hmm. And now I want to see Cracker Bloom and I want to see Asia kind of take something, you know? Sure, sure. I I think similar to Monique at this point in the competition, I think this was going to be the story every week in terms of having to make looks. And there was probably, I think it was very possible. We'd have to kind of make that, that excuse or that exception again of like, well, she just made it. Yeah. And at a certain point you can't. Yeah. And I think the same way, like the Vixen, it's like Rue said a few weeks ago, there's always something like a little unfinished or a little off. Right. At a certain point, that's not going to fly. Yeah. And I mean, I will say the one thing about Cameron Michaels is like, I'm not really that interested in that queen. I mean, sure. Mm -hmm. She's really hot, but like, and I would like take her out you know and sure maybe do yoga with her or yeah, something bite that nose <laughs> i'd bite that nose first thing i just want her shirt you know mm-hmm. heavily meditated heavily meditated um yeah. I, I i would take her out and and no um <laughs> so no I'm, I'm curious to see if she has anything else to offer besides fantastic looks uh, yeah and even her fantastic looks i'm kind of like all right what else is fantastic yeah, I mean, we've certainly seen a lot of versatility uh, from Cameron, but I think that, yeah, well, you know, if you pay, play your cards right, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, give it and take it. Yeah, you know? hey, that's... Every drag queen, you yeah. know, if they're hosting a show, you got to give it and take it's it. It's about give and about take, <laughs> you know? To quote uh, uh, Cracker. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I, uh, and and what is what did she say to Asia? Like, you need to give freely or something like that? You need to give... Because Asia was like, you know, she had that whole oh, thing a few weeks right. ago. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, expect yeah. the same for my girls. Yeah, yeah. You got to give it freely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Cameron is really like, it's great that she's got really like solid looks, 
but so do most of the other queens that she's competing with. Yeah. And they're bringing a big personality. Right. So I just think it's kind of the same thing as Monique. At a certain point, we can't really make exceptions just because yeah. you looked good on the runway. I think people are waiting for Cameron. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know when fans are going to get kind of over it. Is there any tea on the Reddit? Like, I will see. I think a lot of the Reddit spoilers got moved to like a separate subreddit. If I like, mean, T, like, how are people feeling about Cameron? Oh, um, I think that people are having the same feeling. They're like, yeah, she's really pretty and she's, you know, we. they're like, oh, well, we got to see a little bit more of her. Yeah. Um, I'll throw this out here to be all right, Mary, about it. Because uh, why not? Uh, are people more patient with Cameron because she's hot? Yeah, I know, right. Yeah. Right. Like, are we giving her more of leeway because of that nose? Yeah. Because of those muscles? Yeah. Yeah, because she looks the part. Yeah, and are people... You could say the same about Eureka. Like, do mm-hmm. people are people turned off by Eureka because she's fat? Or right. because they don't like her drag? Or if, they don't like her personality? You if know? they switched bodies, what kind of story would we see? Right. Yeah. If Eureka was a big personality, but in a hot body, wouldn't we all just be in love with her? Oh, Eureka! Eureka, she's, like, she's the full package. Yeah, and Eureka's if, castle! Yeah. yeah, and if Cameron was quiet, but like a bigger girl... We'd be like, oh, she's insecure. It'd be like oh, a Stacey she's so Lane scared. Matthews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need right. to come out of your shell, sweetheart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you need to bring it. Um, yeah. I think that that would be different. Um, yeah. That'd be an interesting yeah, something Yeah. Something to think about, mm-hmm. I think, as we critique these queens is like, yeah. where are our biases coming in to yeah. play? It would be really interesting optics to see like the traditional uh, muscled white gay versus the vixen. You know what I mean? Like just oh. those optics of sure. like what is... 100% accepted versus something that's not 100% accepted. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Um, but I am i don't want to pin that on Cameron. I just mean that in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, fan yeah. fiction. I get you know? it. I get it. Fan fiction. Yeah. Fan favorite. Yeah. Fan fiction. I think Cameron, uh, I think she said recent weeks that she prefers men of color. Oh, uh, oh, so yeah. I don't think that conflict would ever exist. Oh, I mean, I think with the fans, the optics. Is what, sure. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. But I, I'm, I'm just trying to say I don't think that Cameron is one of those queens. I'm just trying to make There's no slander here. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that she's. One of those awful white racist gays. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, anything else for Untucked? Um, the only thing is I think that Monique posted a Snapchat or something saying that she and Monet are going to be doing the Momo show. <gasps> and I don't know if this is a YouTube series or oh my God, where, what? When are we going? I don't know, but I'm lining up already. <laughs> when uh, are we going? Yeah. Hopefully guest Asia. <laughs> I mean, any of them, but like Monique and Monet. I mean, that's... Oh, it's gold. And they can both sing. Yeah, that's right. So if we could get a little joyful joyful when they don't have to worry about copyrights... <laughs> That would be. Totally. Well, no, actually, I take that back. They did do that. They did it when Monique was in New York and she was at Hardware with Monet, oh, and they sang. They did sing it. I think they did. Yeah, and it was really cute. Oh, that's yeah. adorable. Um, but I mean, they have great chemistry, and it's just more of two of my favorite queens. Yeah. So Ugh, Monique. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drag cons this weekend. You know, yes. be safe out there. We don't know what Tyra's got in store. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it's an album. Yeah. Um, right. Well, it, she she had some Facebook post about. Uh, Something about Saturday at four o'clock. Be careful. Oh my God, that's horrifying. I know. I don't know why no one is intervening and and showing up at this girl's house. Like, it's I don't really horrifying, right? What are people supposed to think? There are people that are really scared in this country, and mm-hmm. I want to have compassion, obviously, for Tyra. Like, I get that. Like, there's reasons why she's acting out, but yeah. like, that's fucked up. No, that's fucked up. And it's like, then someone needs to pull her aside and deal with her and stop this shit. Because I don't care what your damage is, what you're doing. I said this last week and I'll say it again. You're it's, creating fear. It's so goddamn selfish. It's so goddamn selfish. Oh I God. I don't have compassion for these choices. 
I don't. Like, oh, man. You know, it's like, good. I hope your career completely crumbles because this is bullshit. Um, and well, I don't hope that. I hope that she, like, f- you know, figures something out or, or somebody gives her a hug or something. Well, certainly I want her to get that help, but I don't think... Like, I don't think this is something that you should be able to just bounce back in your career yeah. anytime soon. Yeah, this I feel really that. This is really awful. Yeah, it's really scary. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we have to sit here and have this conversation of, oh, well, be careful, because some other queen in the community might be causing a threat. Like, fuck you, Tyra. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, what is she going to do? But also, like, what is she going to do? But why even create that situation? Yeah, I know. I why, know. Why do gay people have to be afraid of entering another situation? Yeah. Like, just, right? Like, yeah. most of these people are going to be little girls, mm-hmm. you know, huge queens mm-hmm. and and gay boys you yeah. know what i mean like straight yeah. women you know mm-hmm. what i mean they're all gonna be there they're yeah. all our friends right oh yeah and you're gonna threaten people. them and make them feel scared come on yeah. come on we're, we're we live in a time of fear right now yeah. stop adding to it right i exactly uh, i just think it's enough um god but you know, I mean, the upside is like, yeah, most likely nothing will happen. What could she possibly really accomplish? I think that the security is high. Yeah, and then that'll all blow over. They might be in on it. Who knows? I wouldn't put it. That past would be fucking disgusting. World of Wonder. That'd be disgusting. That'd be manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No. So I mean, yeah. So there's that. All right. Um. Yeah. So DragCon, be careful out there. Mm-hmm. Also, take lots of selfies. Make sure to stop by uh, the booth, uh, Jiggly Caliente's booth, because our sisters at Grizzly Kiki <gasps> are going to be there. Oh. oh. Um, oh yeah! I know Nick Achanov, uh from Squirrel Friends will be walking around, mm-hmm. um, and I yeah, I, v- VJ Stalker Channing I think is going to have I'm some sure. little um, makeshift little booth outside. Work. Um, so yeah, you know if if you think you see a Mary, just greet him with "All right, Mary." Yeah. Or bring your own hanky and just wave a hanky. At yeah. Him. If if there's a meeting of the Marys that happens for some reason, yeah. Let it, yeah. oh my god, yeah. Take pictures. Yeah. Take a video saying "All right, Mary." We're we're here all for it you yeah. know I, again we would be at drag con but not only do i have the half marathon in two weeks and a concert in two weeks but i also have a full work schedule um and dress rehearsals all next weekend or this weekend so i would totally go it's also very expensive for us to fly out there from new york um i i'm yeah. just kind of like it's hard because even getting back is hard because it's like another six hours so right yeah, um, and I mean, I'm washing my hair that weekend. I'm not, <laughs> I cannot be bothered. Yeah, the lines are hard. Yeah, the lines are hard. Oh, I don't yeah. want to buy a fast pass. You know, no. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. No, if I mean, we go, I think we should like, you know, try to have a booth with some other podcasters mm-hmm. or try to have some sort of like event nearby. Uh, that would uh, be to do kind of like, yeah, like some kind of meet the Marys. Yeah, some kind of podcast recap situation yeah there's so many of them now right it's like what a great opportunity to like and it's it's like such a thing that's part of like it's such a part of the 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 world of drag race sure you know? it's like media in a, in a way yeah, yeah yeah it's the recappers it's the recap videos right. it's like there's such a a subsection yeah um yeah so yeah who knows we're just putting that to the universe but please let us know how it goes if you've been to new york and you've been to the other la we want to hear comparisons Mm -hmm. we want to see which queens you meet which queens you didn't meet we want to know about the food we want to know about the drinks apparently there is going to be a snatch game 
um, photo opportunity oh. where you can like be on the Snatch Game stage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like there's the workroom is gonna kind of be there, and I guess you can walk around in it. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be great. a whole Divine exhibit. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it should be a really cool event. Great. Well, hopefully it's uh, it's bigger in terms of space, and hopefully I think the, it will be. Yeah. And then the New York one will hopefully follow suit. Yeah. Um, cause that would be a huge improvement. I mean, it's a great <laughs> problem to have. These are great problems to have. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think Mary that like we could get there earlier, you know, sure. Or later could. or later. Know? Yeah. Or it just is what it is. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's, I guess the only thing I have related is I just saw angels in America. Oh, was it great? Um, it was, uh, it, I mean, it's a great play and it's a, it's a quite an endeavor. It was a two night experience. Sure. Um, it's like, three and a half hours for the first and four for the second. Um, I think that there's a lot about it that's amazing. I think that Andrew Garfield as um, Pryor is um, not my favorite. Oh. Um, have you seen it yet? Yes. Um, I just feel like... I saw part one. I was just getting really tired of like, when there was an angel. <laughs> like every line reading was like that. Or he was in, in bed screaming and clawing at the sheets because the angel was coming. But you've seen Angels in America before. Um, I've seen the HBO series, the miniseries Oh, version. so you haven't seen it on stage. No, Mary. That's, well, seen... that's basically it. Like he's in bed screaming. Yeah, but like that, it just got so tired. Uh, like I was like, oh, like every, like a, especially in act two, like I was like, enough, <laughs> enough. I get it. All like, I know is that I missed Mary Louise Parker. So, I just well, love her. Denise Goff was amazing. Oh, she, yeah. Okay. I, 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 oh, because I, I saw her in this other play called People, Places, and Things earlier last this year, whatever year this is. Um, she's incredible. Um, but anyway, Marys, if you are New York adjacent or come to New York or travel for theater, I still think it's a show worth seeing. Yeah, and if you don't have the time, you can always go see the Boys in the Band, which is, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, in previews right now, and it opens on May thirtieth. Um, and I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, just just knowing that script and knowing the the, the movie. And yeah, it probably won't suck. Yeah. 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 No, um, it, uh, it's certainly worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, angels in America. Oh, angels. Oh, yeah. oh there's an angel. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Shut up. Every line. <laughs> That's yeah. how Scotch we got. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also felt like he was kind of performing an impression of a gay man versus a gay man, but that's a whole okay. Other no, that's fair. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's casting choices. Yeah, um, Marys, if you have any thoughts as usual, uh, you can always reach out to us. Uh, please be kind um, at allrightmarypodcast at gmail or www.allrightmary.com or at allrightmary on Twitter. And you can follow me now on Twitter at Colin Drucker. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, fun. fun. I'm posting all kinds of nuancey Colleen. things. Yeah. Um, that's C-O-L-I-N-D-R-U-C-K-E-R. Oh. Um, and of course, you can also, if you want to get more Mary than you're currently getting, and if you're a nuanced listener, you might want that. Uh, you know what you what to do. You go to patreon.com and you go to backslash allrightmary and you sign up to become a Matreon. Hello. And then, of course, iTunes, five-star rating, positive review. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Mary. Um, I think that's all we got. Uh, but we will see you next time for a share extravaganza. Um, and I hope you have a fantastic week, Mary. Bye. Bye.